0: you're listening to dental talk from VivaLearning.com. on today's viva podcast we'll be talking about a radio resin reinforced glass ionomer from gc america it's called gc fuji automix lc and is indicated for the restoration of primary teeth permanent class 3 and 5 restorations core buildups and as a base or liner under composite restorations to talk more about this product is Dr. Pam Maragliano-Muniz, a prosthodontist who earned her certificate at UCLA School of Dentistry. She maintains a private practice at Salem Dental Arts in Salem, Massachusetts, and she is on the faculty at Tufts University School of Dental Medicine. Dr. Pam, it's a pleasure to have you on the program.
1: It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you.
0: My first question is very simple. Why GC Fuji Auto LC?
1: It's exciting because oftentimes when you want to use any sort of glass ionomer-based system, whether it's a pure glass ionomer or a resin-modified glass ionomer, it's in a capsule-based system. And so, or there are some systems available where you would extrude the product and then you kind of have to hand mix it and then apply it to the tooth surface. This Mm -hmm. is in a syringe system where it mixes itself in an auto-mix type capsule and you can syringe the material right into the tooth surface.
0: The whole delivery process is is really um, just a time saver, and, and it's just so much easier for the clinician, I assume.
1: Well, it's a time saver. It's also a space saver because some offices will opt not to use this type of material because they don't have an amalgam triturator in their practice. So you don't need a triturator anymore. The other thing is is when you're committing to a capsule-based system, you're using that good old clicky um, – dispenser mm-hmm. system and you and you only are really limited to what's in the capsule so if you need more material you're then mixing a second capsule so it is most certainly a time saver but this material is in a gun you can um, move the tip in any direction and then it's also it extrudes into the tooth really smoothly so you're not kind of at the mercy of the click click where you feel like you don't have an even smooth um, applying the material into the tooth.
0: Right. Yeah. I remember when I practiced endodontics, um, we used some glass ionomer in our cases and um, especially vital pulp treatment cases where we tried to keep the vitality of the tooth. And the clicking was very tough. We had to use a triturator and we never knew when we were running out of material. So I assume this is far advanced as far as the delivery system of, of those systems.
1: The delivery system's fabulous. I've actually, it's kind of becoming my go-to that I reach for because I know that I can use as much material as I want or as little as I want, and I also know that the tip is just a lot more delicate than the tip in the capsule-based system, and you can really get the tip adapted nicely to small little nooks and crannies within the tooth, and I feel a lot more confident that I'm not leaving a void and I'm really getting a good mix of the material into the tooth.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. So... You talked a little bit about the delivery and and the handling and and how it all works and how it's an improvement over the older systems where you needed a triturator. So which cases would you use this product for?
1: Well, at this point, I'm really trying to be cautious and keep it within the recommended indications. So I'm a prosthodontist. I don't see a lot of pediatric cases, but if I did, I would definitely test it out on pedo teeth. Mm-hmm. But I'm using it um, underneath large composite restorations. You can use it in class three or class five situations. I, For the most part, if I'm using it underneath a composite, it's generally a deep preparation where I can place it as a base or a liner, and then I kind of come on over it with composite. And I also have used it to block out undercuts and also as core buildups.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, And but as a core buildup, it still has the strength that you think you need?
1: This is a resin-reinforced glass ionomer, and so the physical properties of the later glass ionomers are similar to composite they have an added benefit that they chemically bond to the tooth. So specifically in areas where you have a deep preparation, whether it's for a direct adhesive bonding type restoration or for an indirect restoration, you feel it, I know that I am being a lot more cautious, especially around the area of the pulp. So I'd much prefer to use something that's a little bit more gentle to the tooth underneath the restoration.
0: Right, and as far as fluoride, is there any kind of fluoride release in this product?
1: There is fluoride release in this product, and not only is there fluoride release, is these type of glass ionomers have the ability to have the fluoride recharged during routine fluoride treatments. So it's a, bio, um, a biodynamic material or a bioactive material where you can recharge the fluoride release. Fluoride has been shown to or the application of fluoride release within glass ionomers has been shown to reduce the rate of carries, mm-hmm. whether it's um, recurrent carries, but also can provide subsurface remineralization underneath the restoration.
0: It's reinforced, but it's, so it's a resin-modified glass ionomer. That's the genre it would fall under, correct? Correct. Okay, and, and how does this resin-modified glass ionomer compare to existing, let's say, bioactive composites?
1: It's a little bit different because this is a resin-based, you know, it's a resin-reinforced system, so it does have added strength, but because it is a glass ionomer, it still does have the ability to have active fluoride, fluoride release and recharge. Also, the um, benefits of the ion ion exchange bonding mechanism that takes place with a glass ionomer-based restoration in that it will chemically adhere to the tooth surface via an ion exchange process with um polyacrylic acid displacing the um different types of ions underneath the tooth surface so there is a strong chemical bond in addition to a secondary bond which the material will bond to collagen within the dentin dentin matrix my goodness
0: yeah that's a tough, that's a tongue twister i hear you right, it's, you would think so <laughs> that's but, a but tongue i guess twister. Just... <laughs> so, so it sounds it sounds like from my standpoint as a endodontist that i don't practice now but um When it came to core buildup, strength was everything because we didn't want any kind of fracture or compromise underneath the crown because that's going to be a disaster for everybody. But with the improved strength and the advantage of having that that bond, like you just said, isn't that overwhelming benefit to the risk of leakage with shrinkage and so forth with traditional composites?
1: It absolutely is a benefit, and I'm finding – I use glass ionomers more and more in my practice. I really – obviously, if I'm using an all-ceramic or a lithium disilicate system um, for an indirect restoration, I still um, will rely on resin looting agents. However, if I'm using um, zirconia or if I'm – I still utilize PFM and cast gold restorations in my practice, Mm -hmm. I'm always reaching for a glass ionomer because of the benefits of the bond to the tooth carries resistance, excellent excellent, uh, marginal integrity of the restoration and cements to the tooth surface, and it really is an added benefit. Um, I would say when it comes to any type of core buildup, the less you rely on the material, the better off the tooth will have from a longevity standpoint. I wouldn't ever suggest that having a excellent material is going to make up for a lack of ferrule or a lack of adequate tooth structure in an indirect type restoration. So I think that when it comes to core buildups, I still stand by excellent prep design and really adhering to the fundamentals as far as prep design for an indirect restoration. But when you need to, you know, close an endo access hole, or if you have um, any type of undercuts that you need to take care of, or if you're removing an existing restoration and you need to kind of fill in those areas to have an ideal preparation, a glass ionomer-based restoration or this type of material, a resin-modified glass ionomer, will serve the purpose just fine.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And the ferrule, the ferrule effect is, is overwhelmingly the most important part of the design of a post and core. I agree 100%, regardless of the material. Getting back to Fuji Automix LC, the small filler particles in the material, apparently it allows for uh, excellent polishability and aesthetics. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: I can. It really is an excellent material. I can tell you by using a lot of different glass ionomers out there. Some of them have a surface that's really, I guess, kind of um, in a class of their own, where they're a little bit more rough or as you run your explorer over the final restoration, it's almost a little grainy. It doesn't feel like a composite. And I know that many dentists, even including myself, is you want after a restoration to have a nice smooth polished surface of that restoration. And this material feels a lot more like composite. I can tell you that when I do refine a preparation after a core buildup, or even um, before I'm placing a composite, I can tell you that the material just It does polish well and it's a lot more smooth and I don't see those those rough grainy surfaces like I I have with other glass ionomers out there.
0: Mm -hmm. That's good. So as a prosthodontist, um, as far as your practice is concerned, what's the number one clinical application that you use this product for? And how would you recommend to a general dentist as far as uh, what clinical applications this product should be used for?
1: I would say my number one, well I guess there's a tie for number one, is underneath a large composite restoration, Mm
0: -hmm. where
1: I'm sure you could appreciate as an endodontist, you have a deep restoration, you don't have a pulp exposure, but you really like to place some type of material to hopefully encourage reparative dentin formation or potentially remineralization underneath the restoration. Absolutely this material is fabulous for that. You Mm -hmm. don't need an added etch or bonding step when you're using this material. So especially in deeper cavity preparations or even crown preparations where you're concerned how the pulp is going to respond, this is an excellent uh, material to reach for without a doubt. Especially, I can't tell you enough about the handling, it's so much easier than um, capsule-based systems that I've used in the past. Mm -hmm. So that's one way that I'm using it pretty routinely at this point. And the other way I'm using it is I am filling in little nooks and crannies and using it as core buildups underneath crown restorations.
0: Right. So that's, you know, that's excellent information. Yeah. The the handling is, is huge, given the uh, physical properties and physical attributes of the product uh, serves the tooth so well, the handling cannot be neglected as far as uh, the manufacturer's role in putting it together because the dentist just won't use it if it's not, comfortable to use on a regular basis.
1: One thing I always really feel strongly about, and I feel that is really important for us as clinicians to always keep in mind, is to read the manufacturer's recommendations and always look at the research. One piece of research that I was um, given about this product is that it not only has a strong bond to tooth structure, it also has a strong bond to restorative materials. So if you are using it underneath a composite restoration or you're planning to bond a crown or an onlay or something over this material, it has a strong bond to the tooth as well as a strong bond to um, the restorative material that you're going to be bonding it to. So it's exciting for that reason. It's not like you're Glad that it's bonding to one over the other and you could expect some sort of adhesive failure there. So utilizing the product properly, but also taking a look at the research and really making sure how and where this fits into your practice. I think that if you're currently using a resin-modified glass ionomer underneath restorations or, you know, however you're using it within your practice, I would say as that material is um, running low, definitely invite your GC rep in get a chance to play with it and you'll see pretty quickly that this will fit right into your armamentarium really nicely i think this is a material that will easily merge into the practice especially if you're utilizing resin modified glass ionomers within your clinical practice
0: yeah that's that's excellent thank you so much dr pam for being on this program we hope to have you on again and um, i'd love to yeah, thank you it was a lot of fun and we'll we'll certainly reach out to you on other products that we want to evaluate and other topics because you certainly have a great knowledge of dentistry, but prosthodontics is a specialist. So thanks again for being with us.
1: Thank you.